Before history is written, it's played. Before it's frozen in time, it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver, it's carved in ice. What happens next will last forever. The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This podcast is brought to you by No One. Oh, yellow where you are. Watch, yeah, watch what they bring. Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. I got sprayed with all kinds of... It's gonna be... Safety Okay, Kenny, your safety car window is closed. Safety car, Modesi. And there is a lot of debris on the track. I know, because it just happened... I know. I know. My car is full of I know. We are checking the tire. Now it's time to hand the mic over to a man. A man that is spending his summer break shirtless in the Greek islands with dozens of Instagram models that can't help but scream out his name. Hashtag StudMuffinCrofty. You know that name is David Croft. Take it away. Crofty. It's lights out and away we go. Once a week, one man emerges from the pit lane to deliver all the news, discussion, and results of Formula One. Well, that time has arrived. Sit back, relax for the Park It in My Ferme show. Here is your host, Colby. That is right. Ladies and gentlemen, it is your main squeeze. Coolie, a.k.a. the Coolapotamus, back again for another absolute banger of an F1 show. Oh my god, I'm sorry. What the hell is that? Oh. It's just my Fermi, you guys. It's got a little frightened there. If you wouldn't mind parking it on up in my Fermi, as it is the parking in my Fermi show, the number one comedy F1 podcast in the entire cosmos, according to my mum, and she is never wrong. We talk all the news, opinions, discussions, results, reviews, previews, love triangles, and more. Episode 63 is coming at you hard. And there is nothing harder than the Cordopotamus during the summer break, bringing you the pimp programming today. 
And if you've missed any of the episodes, why not head over to parkingitmyfairbay.com and download the rest. There will be a little pleasant surprise for you on the website now. Better yet, look down at the podcast listening device right now. Look at that gorgeous thing. The smooth, sexy, sleek subscribe and follow buttons teasing you, enticing you, luring you. Why not... Why not just tap that thing and be the first to hear my sexy, soothing sounds two times a week? And who doesn't want to get down and dirty with the Kildapotamus twice a week? On the show today, we grade all 11 races that have happened in the season so far to determine how we view the season. We look at the top five best performing drivers of the season so far. I'll give you a stat of the week. And a super secret surprise for my loyal listeners as well, so make sure you get comfortable. Change out of your business suits and put on your silk robes. Grab that nice glass of vino, light some candles, relax, and enjoy the show. Sebastian Vettel, congratulations, you are driver of the day. Thank you. I'm not, I haven't got much time to sum it up, I need to go to my guys, but uh, it's a bit weird. Who, who, who gave you my number? <laughs> I'm now your race engineer, Sebastian. How things are going to change for you from now on? Big kiss to Silverstone. Big kiss to Silverstone to all the guys. Thank you. Yay! What a race! Yes, man! Felicidades or Feliz Navidad or whatever you say to Checo. I'm happy for him. Another win. All right, guys. All right. There's the bell. Everybody find your seats. Find your... Is that bell going to stop? Damn. Lord, it goes forever. Find your seat. School is in session. Professor Caldy here to hand out grades to the 11 of you. The 11 races we've had in the season so far. You've handed in your work and now it's time to grade them. And I'll be grading the 11 races of the season so far. Mid-season review because it seems like every fucking podcast in Formula 1 needs to do some sort of mid-season grading because there's nothing else to talk about. God damn it. And because I'm too scared to deviate, we need to copy them. But my grades will be final. They'll be better than any other podcast grades. So we are going to start off with race number one, Bahrain, the season opener. Hey, thank God it's not Albert Park. (laughs) Thank God we've actually got some racing at the start of the year. That's all I was thinking. And I love, I am Australian. Alright, I love the Australian Grand Prix when it was in Adelaide a long time ago. And I'm so happy they are making some upgrades at the Albert Park circuit in Melbourne there because that race sucked. The weekend is spectacular. Everyone's so excited. The race sucks. But not this time around because we're going to Bahrain. And there were a lot of unknowns from Bahrain with three rookies, Sunoda, Mazepin, Schumacher. Well, four if you and uh if you include the youth driver from Alpine, Fernando Alonso. Alpine rocked up now, changing their name from Renault. So did Aston Martin. The grid was looking different and the liveries were gorgeous. They were. They were top to bottom. Other than Haas with their Russian flag livery, I can't see anything too wrong with them. I think they all look really, really good. Sonoda looked good too. Mazepin was spinning everywhere and we got to witness Kimi doing a radio message that will live on as one of the greatest radio messages ever. Look, I've played this a lot, so I'm surely not going to play it again. I will never, 
punish you guys by playing the same audio clip over and over again, or will I? Can I hear me or not? Yeah, can you hear me, Kimmy? Radio check. Radio check. If you can hear me, I need more charge. Okay, Kimmy, box, box, if you can hear me. Can you hear me now? No, negative, negative. I can't hear you. But I can hear you now. Yeah, box, box, if you can hear me. You still don't hear me? No, I can't hear you. you hear me? No, negative. But your answer still don't hear me. If you can hear me, Kimi, we will go directly in. Can you hear me? Check. Can you hear me now? Can you hear me? I'll hear. I hear you. Okay. Okay, okay. I couldn't resist. I had to do it. The Iceman cometh. It was not without some controversy, though. Track limits reared its ugly headwind with Max taking it to the Mercedes, and in particular, Lewis Hamilton. It gave us a lot of hope. A new hope. And despite the Mercedes win, it was so promising for the fans that maybe, just maybe, we have a championship on our hands this year. Take a listen to Lewis crossing the line and the disappointment in Max's face. And by face, I mean voice. Sir Lewis Hamilton, as he is now, crosses the line and wins the Bahrain Grand Prix. Get in there, Lewis. What a job, mate. What a race. Amazing. Hey, guys. <laughs> Amazing job. I'm so grateful. Everyone back in the factory, everyone working so hard. I know it's, we're not quick enough. We managed to do it, and that's teamwork. Crazy, absolutely crazy race there, Lewis. Such an awesome job, mate. Still got it, Bono. Yeah, not bad for an old man. Why didn't you just let me go, man? I could have easily pulled those five seconds. I prefer to lose uh, a win like that than be second like this. Yeah, we had the instruction from race control, unfortunately, Max, but uh, that was a hell of a drive you put there. I was that excited, just thinking about it now. Making me switch from the softs to the hard compounds, if you know what I mean. That's why Bahrain, grade time, you're getting an A. Well done, Bahrain, you can go sit down now. Um, who we got next? Who we got next? Imola? Imola, would you like to get your ass up here, please? Thank you. Thank you. Professor Cordy will now grade you. Imola in 2020 wasn't that exciting. With the race being there to fill up the calendar and due to the way the world is right now, it returned. It was a great weekend, but it's only because of one thing. It fucking rained. Thank God for that, because last year, it was great. We went last year and we were all like, oh, we miss you, Senna. Like We had this nostalgia because so much comes with racing at Imola. But now we're coming here again. And it's raining, thank the Lord. Norris had an amazing qualifying session, just missing out on the front row of the grid by running a teeny tiny bit wide. Again, track track limits, man. Track limits. With the wet weather, we saw Lewis run off the track, illegally reverse back onto the track, not get penalized for it, and have an incredible fight back to Max, who comfortably, though, went on to get the win Let's see, what else, uh, what, well, let's, I mean, first of all, let's take a listen to Max get that win. To a man who's never won in Italy before and who wins the Emilia-Romagna Grand Prix this afternoon, Max Verstappen takes victory in Italy and it was a victory by a long, long margin. Okay, Max, great work. There you go. It's not always all about Saturday. <laughs> yes, well, that was, uh... Tricky out there, but it's great job, guys. You've managed that really well. 
Thank you. Mega job, Max. Mega, mega job. Great. Uh, difficult afternoon, but you nailed it. Well done. Yeah, I'm very happy with that. What else happened, though? Oh, that's right. George Russell ran into Bottas. Bottas got the blame for it. But overall, it was an exciting race. Also, Pierre Gasly was left on the wrong tyres for most of the race as well, which cost him a half-decent run. And But it had it all, really. But the race would have sucked if it didn't rain. Don't get it twisted. We're all sitting here going, Imola is a fantastic track. No, it isn't. No, it isn't. Every incident I just mentioned then only happened due to the weather being the way that it was. Hamilton off the track because it was too wet. You know, Russell, Bottas coming together because Russell went, ran wide onto the wet grass. No, and there's hundreds, like obviously Gasly on the wrong tyre choice because of the weather. There are hundreds of things that happen in that race and it's all because of that wet weather. But overall, it was a great race. We've had back-to-back -back bangers. Grade A minus. Not bad, hey, Imola. Not bad, you can take your seat. Now, who have we got next? Oh, yes, here comes trouble. Portuguese Grand Prix, Porto Mayo. Now, everyone gets really excited about this one because Kimi, back in 2020, had that incredible opening lap. Go to YouTube, look it up. Have you heard of YouTube? Type in HTTP, the dot, dot, slash, slash, the www, the dot, and then the Y-O-U-T-U-B-E.com slash R-F... No, I don't know the actual thing. But look up Kimmy's opening lap from Porto Mayo 2020. It was amazing. But I was trying to tell you, it will suck, and it fucking did. Couple of scraps at the front between Hamilton and Verstappen. But that was really fucking it. The race sucked. So disappointing. Portugal... You, you can see me after class. I'm going to actually write a note and send it to your parents. Your grade is an F. Not even going to play the win from Hamilton. I told you so. Don't race there again. All right, FIA, you listening? We're not going again next year. Next up, Spanish, uh, Spanish Grand Prix. Circuit de Barcelona, Catalonia, Barcelona. Uh, I'm pretty sure I nailed that. You can come up now. Look, it couldn't be as shit as Portugal. And it was all right. But it wasn't too good. And I think we're only thinking that it was a half-decent race because the race before was absolutely trash. It wasn't shit, but it wasn't that great either. Traffic was the big issue there. We got to hear the first back and forth with Michael Massey on the radio as well. Toto bitching about Mazepin. We saw Mercedes use the two-stopper perfectly to get Hamilton the win. Hamilton was running in second and about a second or two behind Verstappen. He had the cojones. The cojones. Hamilton pitted, got fresh tyres on, and was able to hunt down Verstappen and get the win. Take a listen to that. It's his sixth Spanish Grand Prix win. It's his fifth in a row. It's 100 poles, and it's the chequered flag as the winner of the Spanish Grand Prix for Lewis Hamilton, who strengthens his grip then at the top of the table. Get in there, Lewis. What a great drive, man. He made that strategy work beautifully. Lewis, it's James. Well done, mate. Impressive drive. Thanks, James. Great job with the strategy. Yeah, definitely have to work for it, but that's great. Absolutely great. Well done. Yeah, Lewis, perfect combination. Great, great strategy and bold and great, great driving. Congratulations. Congrats, Toto. To you. 
I mean, but it was all right. It was nothing too good. Nothing too shit. I'm going to give it a grade. Um, Spain, second to Barcelona, Catalonia, C. As in, yes. You may take a seat and... Oh, God. We've got the mature age student now. Monaco, come on up. Let's have a little chat. Let's have a little chat. Look. It's that classic historical race on the calendar that people either love or hate. The problem is that cars are just too big for the circuit now. That is it. Everyone's going, oh no, it's the layout. It's the layout. The walls are in. You've got no space. No, the cars are too big for the circuit. Next year, they, they may be better. Cars will be smaller, so we'll actually get a fairly good gauge then whether or not your project will be any good next year, Monaco. But I knew it was going to be a boring race, and it was. Ferraris looked quick out there, with Leclerc setting the fastest quality time, but unable to start the race after crashing out in Q3. Hamilton had no pace, staring at Gasly's rear end all race. And Bottas. Bottas. He apparently screwed up his pit stop. He had a decent run. He was sitting in P2, I think, at the time. He pitted, and they couldn't get the tyre off, which meant that he set a record for the longest pit stop of the season, 43 hours. Toto apparently blames Valtteri for that one. Max went on to win the race. A race that had one overtake on the opening lap, and that was it, between the houses. Lance Stroll became a meme. We all giggled. And Serena Williams was interviewed because she she was there, I, I guess. Look, it sucked. It sucked. It was horrible. Great. Uh, look, were you as bad as Portimao? No. You gave us Leclerc on a podium, uh, on a uh, pole position. He crashed, yeah, we got some red flags. Yeah, it looked pretty, you got pretty boats. That looks nice. You're getting a D. I hope it improves next year, or they do something about the track, but yeah, it, it's a bit of a shit show. But we're going to take a little bit of a break from that. Because I need to present to you an opportunity. Something has happened. Okay. Are you sick and tired of your friends looking at you saying, Man, Stephen, you, you you look weird. You don't look great. What's that outfit? What's that get up? Okay, well, I mean, I hate the way you talk to me, but they're right. I look down, I look in the mirror. I don't, I don't know what to say. Well, we're going to take a small break from our regular scheduled programming to give you something that you want. And what is it that I do? Oh, I give the people. I give the people what they want. And I'm going to give you what you want all night long. And all day long too. As the Park It In My Ferme show, this very show you're listening to, it now has some merch. Oh, Yes. And to quote my favourite musician, Mr. Jake Paul. Jake Paul is number one, baby. Team 10. It's going to be selling like a god church. So go check it out. Parkitinmyferme.com slash merch. Link is in the description because the freshest, dopest, hip, flash, litty stuff out there. Shirts. Yeah. Yeah, we got some shirts. Sewn together by blind Buddhas on the tippity top of the Himalayan mountains. The hoodies with the pimp stylish retro lettering. 
<laughs> yeah, we got them. All the way up to those big boy 5XLs too. Nothing better than swimming in a hoodie either. Perfect lounging around the house wear. Oi. Oi. But you're sick of black and white cheap merch from YouTubers and podcasters? No, no, no. I ain't going to do that to you. And you know why? And you know why? Because I give the people what they want. And you guys are my people. And I gotta give you what I want. I got colors, I got grays, I got greens, navies. Your livery is gonna be better than the damn cars on the track with this stuff. We also don't forget, we have a pimp mug on there as well. In the retro style, you can show off to all your friends. Head over to parkingtomyfermate.com slash merch or go to parkingtomyfermate, click on the merch button up the top there. Link in the description. Oh, and because I I give the people what they want, you want something else? You greedy sons of guns. You want something else? Okay, that's right. I don't know. Okay, how about I give you free worldwide shipping? Yeah, that's what I thought. Because what does Cody do? What does Cody do? He gives the people what they want. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Stop ringing. Stop. Okay. Recess is over. Professor Cordy is back in the classroom. Just had to had to pay to keep the lights on. Am I right? A little bit of a merch ad in between. Now we're going to start talking the next race. Azerbaijan. Baku. Another street circuit, straight after Monaco. I was worried. I was concerned when you presented this project to me. But I was pleasantly surprised. In a race weekend that saw four or five, ten red flags, I can't even remember. Sunodo, Sunodo, Sunoda, he binned it. Max dominated it until that tyre explodes. Stroll loses a tyre as well. And Hamilton hit a magic button in our own mini race sprint. The last few laps happened. Oh my gosh, so much happened. It really was an exciting race. I loved it. Perez was the man that went on to win. Take a listen. Sergio Perez wins the Azerbaijan Grand Prix. Well done, Sergio. Well done. Thank you for finishing that off for us. Great job. This is for you guys. Stop the car. Stop the car. Stop the car. Stop the exit. It was a good race. It was a great race and I loved it. All right, Azerbaijan. Look, you've handed up your work on time. I'm going to give it an A. I'm happy with what you've presented. All right, stop being rubbish. You were good last year as well. I want to see this form continue and we can maybe move you on to the next grade. Next race, French Grand Prix. Yeah, come on up. Oh, my God. Take a look at the French Grand Prix. Oh, my God. The Paul Ricard circuit, the ugliest track on the circuit. Oh my gosh. Look, I went in thinking this will be a dud. And we move on and get ready for the two Austrian races. That's what I was thinking. But I was pleasantly surprised. Yes, I've used that previously, but I was still surprised pleasantly again. It was a good race. It was interesting. Look, it was just so much better than we expected. And we saw Verstappen this time do the two-stopper to get himself a race win. Bottas pleaded with his team to get a two-stopper done. 
Well, they stuck both him and Hamilton on the one stopper. And the tyres just died. Verstappen got his revenge and it was a half decent race. Half decent. So now it's time for grading. Now, am I going to grade you based on how well you did this time compared to last time? I'm going to give you a B minus. And that's only really because you were better than we thought you would be. Not because you were great, but I thought you were getting an F. So B minus, well done. Set, settle down, class, settle down. All right, French Grand Prix, you take a seat. Now, who have we got next? Styrian Grand Prix, Austria. All right, well, we'll see your twin brother in a second, but you come up first. Look, Styrian Grand Prix, it was all right. It was okay for Stappen and Red Bull could do no wrong. He looked so good in that car, and that car, as he would put it, was on rails. We were promised rain, and it didn't happen. You told me you were going to deliver rain, and it's drier than my nan's knickers. Disgusting behavior. It was just a good race. Nothing too exciting. No rain. Red Bull, big win. Look, let's listen to Verstappen cross the line. Verstappen slows down to take the checkered flag and absolutely crush the opposition here at the Red Bull ring. He wins the Styrian Grand Prix. Oh, mate, that was uh, just perfect. Nothing more to say than that. Yeah, unbelievable. <laughs> the car was on fire today. So nice to drive. Unbelievable. Thank you very much. That was absolutely clinical, Max. That's a great, great drive. Keep, uh, keep turning that screw. Well done. And uh, another win at home. Feels uh, really good. So it's a great time now. Look, you know what? You know what? I'm giving you a C. Look, it was a basic race. Run of the mill. It was all right. There were pretty scenes. Good scenery. I love the hills. There was no rain. Great car and run from Red Bull. Well done. All right, you take a seat. Uh, your brother, Austrian GP, come on up. Please hand over your homework now. Time for your grade. Oh, hold on a second. Hold. Wait a goddamn minute here. Did you just copy Styrian's homework? You both can see me after class. I'm going to have to have a word with your mother because right now you're presenting me the same race. This time, a shitload of penalties were handed out for the dings and, and of course, Sunoda's brain farts. Verstappen wins again and looks great doing it. C. You're going to get a C, but I'm, I might have to flunk you both. Stop copying each other. Give us something different. Okay, how many more we got? We got a couple more? We got a couple more? Okay. All right. Um, British Grand Prix. Silverstone. Massive crowd. Oh, this looked really good. The visuals, the eye test. It looked fantastic. We got a sprint race going on. Alonso looked great in that. Pushed it to the limit. Qualifying was on a Friday, sprint on a Saturday, and a race on a Sunday. Something that means something happened every single day. You you really brought it, British Grand Prix. You did, Silverstone. You did. It was amazing. The start of the British Grand Prix was incredible. Some of the best wheel-to-wheel racing between Hamilton and Verstappen. It was amazing. Then that crash happened. Look, we could all say, was it Hamilton's fault? Was it Verstappen's fault? It was Hamilton's fault. Definitely Hamilton's fault. But we then got treated with a ridiculous messages to Michael Sassy Massey. Take a listen to Horner and Toto plead their cases. Michael, have you got a minute? Hello. Yeah, Michael, look, that corner, 
he was never anywhere near alongside. Every driver that's driven at this circuit knows you do not stick a wheel up the inside at Cops. You know, that's an enormous accident. And it was 100% Max's corner. So, you know, as far as I'm concerned, full blame lays on Hamilton, who should never have been in that position. So, uh, you know, you could have had a massive, you know, accident. Thank God he's walked away unscathed. So I hope you're going to deal with it appropriately. Understood, Christian. That's why it's just gone up now that things have calmed down for a second as under investigation by the stewards. Michael, this is Toto. Go ahead, Toto. Uh, Michael, I just sent you an email um, with the diagrams where the car should be. Did you receive that? Uh, Toto, I don't uh, access my emails during a race deliberately because I concentrate on the race. Uh, yeah, then you should maybe look at this because there is something with the rules I'm coming up. Toto, go, feel free to go upstairs and see the stewards directly. Hamilton went on to win the race and it was a fairly uneventful after that after the event. Leclerc actually put on a good performance but had some car issues. Look, it's time to grade. You know, you started out so strong. You brought me three major events over the weekend. That was great. I'm going to have to give you a B. Hey, a B's pretty good, but I know you could have been better. I know you could. You gave me a lot and I loved it, but... I'm expecting a lot from you. Please take a seat, British Grand Prix. I, I mean, you're passing. A B's good. A B's good. But now, it's time for the Hungarian Grand Prix. And what a fucking race that was. Hoo-wee, what have you got? And you know why? You know why that race was good? Because it was actually fucking raining. Well, it only sprinkled, and because it was a little bit wet, Bottas shat the bed and went bowling and took out half the grid with him. Hamilton was the only car to restart the race, and the rest went to the pits. My God, that image will be seared into my memory until the day I die. We then essentially had a reverse grid situation with Ocon, Vettel, and Latifi leading the race. Verstappen, Ricardo, Hamilton at the back and everyone else basically out of the race. It was such a good race. It really was because we had the fastest cars at the back of the grid trying to play catch-up. At a circuit that usually puts you to sleep, it was only good because of what? Why, why is your project, why am I excited about it? Because of the rain, you idiot. Sometimes that's all you need. We get to see Alonso defend against Hamilton for a few laps in a much slower car, and it was amazing. Better than porn. Better than porn. It's all anyone could have asked for, really. Oh, and Williams? Yeah, they scored some points. Both drivers scored some points. So good to see everything. And I'm sure I've missed out on a heap of stuff that happened as well. Take a listen to Ocon winning the race. Esteban Ocon is going to be a Grand Prix winner in Formula One. Ocon wins the Hungarian Grand Prix. Yes, guys. Well done, mate. He just won the Hungarian Grand Prix. Well done, mate. Fernando came third. Fernando came fifth, um, but he. Uh, is probably the reason that he won. He held off uh, Hamilton for a long time. What a legend. What a legend. <laughs> Man of the day. Look, it's great time. Look, if every race was like this, it would be a perfect season. Grade A+. Well done, 
hungry. Well, uh, I'm sorry, let's look back at those grades. A plus and an A minus were for two races where there was rain involved. So what does that tell you? So despite there being a few duds in there, overall, this season's been great so far. You guys, the, the class, look here. Professor Cordy's talking, please. Put down the scissors. Portomayo, stop sniffing the glue. Look, this season has been great so far. Less than halfway through the season, and it's been so much better than the last few. It's all because Red Bull and Verstappen are able to challenge and beat Hamilton and Mercedes at certain races. The midfield is actually good. Ferrari are back to performing and are even with McLaren in the best of the rest competition. Williams got to score some points. It's such an interesting season. There are so many stories. The narratives are everywhere. So many rivalries, so many challenges and competitions. The season so far is getting an A. Let's see if it can maintain this because I can't see it improving by the end of the season. But now, your stat of the week. I'm a stat man, Formula One stat man. Cody's a stat man, yeah, stats. Uh, I'm a stat man, oh yeah. Oh yeah, stat time, yeah. Oh, so much stats, so many stats. I don't know if this intro is even long enough. There's that many stats. Uh, stats, 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 yeah. Ooh, so many stats. Uh, I'm a stat man. I am a stat man. Look, time to look at some points differentials. For the constructors, for the teams, comparing their points after 11 races from last year to this year. Now, there's going to be a few shocks in there, so if you've got a weak heart, please just take a seat. Sit down. Just make sure you're relaxed. But try this one on for size. The team that has had the biggest improvements in points after 11 races from last year to this year is Ferrari. Ferrari last year had 80 points this season. So far, 183 points. What? The team that is performing the worst is Mercedes. Despite leading the championship right now, they were on 391 points this time last year. So far this season, 303. Negative. 88 points. How's that for your stat of the week? Did I crunch some numbers or what? Bada bada bee ba ba bada boo. He's a stat man. Ooh, that was a good stat. It really yeah. was. Such a good One stat. Of my better ones. Such a such a good stat. You know it was. He's a stat man. Hey, let's go on with the show. Cool, it's pretty cool. Yeah. Ba ba da ba dee ba 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 da bo. Ba 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 da bo ba da ba dee ba 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 da bo. Alright, ladies and gentlemen, now it is time for... Cody's Top 5. Top 5 Drivers of the Year so far. Last time we talked about the worst drivers. No, no, no. Stop being so negative, Cody. Cordopotamus needs to spread positivity. Now that I'm big time, I've got merch. I need to be positive. Shine some sunshine down upon you. It's not even a song, but I'm just in that singing mood. Honourable mention will go to Carlos Sainz, the smooth operator. 
smooth operator. He's had an incredible year so far, but I have to keep him off the list. I'm not putting him on the top five list. I'm taking him off. Because I don't think the five I'm about to mention have had a worse season than him. Carlos is the best of the drivers that have swapped teams in the offseason. I will give him that. Easily outshining Daniel Ricciardo in the McLaren and Sergio Perez in the Red Bull. Yeah, say what you like. Sergio might be higher on the old driver's championship board, but he's in a Red Bull. Carlos Sainz is in a Ferrari. Carlos has been killing it, right? And it's been crucial to the success of Ferrari this season. Well and truly above expectations. Well done, Carlos. Unfortunately, though, you're not top five. I'm sorry, you're number six. And there's nothing wrong with number six. Pierre Gasly likes to qualify number six all the time. So, you know, good effort, good effort. But here he is, your... Caldi's top five. Well, here is Caldi's top five drivers of the year so far. Number five. Hey, how about we go with the smooth operator's teammate, Mr. Charles Leclerc. The other member of the Ferrari team. He has been on fire. A pole position and some very handy points. Considering where that car was last year, Leclerc has been rewarded by the mechanics and been on great. He's just been great this season, getting the absolute most out of that car. His performance in Baku was great. The performance in Monaco, spectacular until he binned it in Q3. You know, we, we could be sitting here. That's a real missed opportunity, but we would be sitting here saying... Charles Leclerc and Ferrari are Grand Prix winners in 2021. They won at Monaco. Yes, have they built a car that's only really good around a certain type of circuit? Probably. But I really just love what, what Charles is doing. No more stupid Charles. No more stupid just like in Baku. Charles Leclerc is legit and he's taking it. He's now getting that consistency down. Whereas I think before it was either... He's getting you a win, or he's getting you a podium, or he's, or he's bidding it, crashing, you know, what Verstappen was early in his career. Now Charles is sort of coming out of that. He's trying to get those consistent quality drives now, rather than going all or nothing. So I'm having him at number five. Number four. Coldies. Coldies. Top, top five drivers of the year so far. We're going to have to give it to the knighted one. Yes. There was no way I'm leaving a knighted seven-time world champ off this lift. Sir Lewis Hamilton. He is leading the Drivers' World Championship at the moment. Sure, the Mercedes isn't as dominant as it was last year. You heard the stat earlier. But that isn't Lewis's fault. He's only driving the car that's been given to him. He doesn't have the, the little double da-ba-ba-ba. He doesn't have the da-ba-ba-ba. He's already looking the goods in that Mercedes, but... I mean, the only reason he's not hiring, I think that's where the criticism's going to come. You guys aren't going to say, well, he should be one or two. He's leading the championships. Yeah, just calm down, mate. Just calm down. Go to parkingmyfamily.com slash merch. Buy yourself something nice. Because clearly right now, you're being a hater. All right? And I don't like a hater. Okay? Be a lover. Like your boy called upon us. Because Sir Lewis Hamilton, I just think the three drivers that are ahead of him, yes, three, and I know you're probably thinking, well, I know, I know two of them. Who's the third one? But I've got three drivers ahead of Lewis right now because of their consistency. Lewis now is starting to go back to that Lewis of old. You know, those years in 
the first three or four years where it's like he's now starting to hit a few drivers out there, get his elbows out, which I don't mind. But, I mean, he was the reason why um, the Stappen crashed, okay, at, in Silverstone. He's the reason why that happened. He couldn't get past Gasly in Monaco. He had no form when Bottas actually was doing all right. He's the one that pressed the magic button. Okay, oh, but none of these are Lewis's fault. That's my Toto, by the way. Lewis does everything perfect. No, he doesn't. That's three errors right there. The only one I think he could be better than on my list is the next guy, and we're going to talk about him now. Cody's top Cody's five. top five drivers of the year. I had number three, Pierre Gasly. I think he is driving phenomenally in that car. He is consistently up in sixth, qualifying in sixth, finishing in fifth, you know, putting those results together. And if you think, oh, well, sixth isn't that high. Lewis sometimes finishes first or second. Well, think about it. You know, you've got two Mercedes. You've got two Red Bulls, you've got two Ferraris, you've got two McLarens. I mean, those eight cars are going to be better than the Alpha Tauris. Generally speaking, they are, yeah? Even Alpines have been driving really, really well lately. Oh no, put Gasly in an Alpha Tauri. All of a sudden, if he's finishing six, he's beating out a whole bunch of those ones I just read out. It's a shame he probably won't get another drive or another try audition in the Red Bull car. So it's, he might need to start looking at trying to do a lateral and go somewhere. But I love seeing him in that Alpha Tauri. I am so high on Pierre Gasly right now in that Alpha Tauri. I love it. And I want him to succeed there. But as soon as, you know, he starts, because that's not Red Bull's number one car, you know, as soon as he starts succeeding, they're either, well, he, he won't move because they're not going to pull him up. But it's be like, eh, well, maybe, you know, what are you doing there? We're going to steal your parts and we're going to make our car better. So... You're damned if you do, damned if you don't, if you're Pierre Gasly. But I'm a big fan of what you're doing right now. Um, just keep it up, mate. Number three on that list. And we've got to move on. Number two. Coldies. Coldies top, top five. five. So these are the top five best drivers of the year so far. Going to be very, very obvious to see who the top two are. But what order do I have him? Number two. Lando Norris. Now, Lando. I can't really fault him. He's had a magnificent season. Unfortunate and hungry to be taken out there by Leclerc and Stroll. Well, mainly Stroll. Um, but he's raced really well. The track limits thing in Imola, he would have been front row with Verstappen in Imola if the track limits weren't an issue. No, he would have been front row with Hamilton. Verstappen got him off the line. Um, but he's had a couple of podiums already. He's looking really good. They've clearly designed that McLaren for him. Uh, he is looking spectacular doing it. He, he's, they've got given him the car. Now he's starting to get those consistent results. And we're just going to start stringing a perfect race weekend where he can get a couple of Ws. Now. You know, I'm stirring the pot right now. You can't see it. I don't know why I started doing this. It is an audio medium, but I am stirring that pot. I want to see Lando Norris get that first race win. He's got it. Of all the drivers that haven't had a race win on the grid right now, Lando, I think, is my favorite to, to get that first one out of a lot of, out a lot of them. Um, well done, Lando Norris. Magnificent season so far. Making Daniel Ricciardo, my boy, look like a bit of a numpty. But let's move on. Number one driver. Coldies. And Coldies. Top five. Top five drivers of the year so far. You guessed it. Maxi boy. Max Verstappen. Man has, has done no wrong. He, he really hasn't. I would say the only criticism I've got for him 
is the overtaking Bahrain. Right, he probably should have picked his moment a little bit better, and I think if he had his time again, he would have sized it up a lot, lot easier, waited for the straight. Um, but you think about all the times, the drive in Imola, perfect. Just absolutely left everyone for dead. The two Austrian races, Styrian and Austrian GP, incredible again. Absolutely looked magnificent. Even his fight back in Hungary, he's missing the barge board there. I didn't even notice that until the photos afterwards. I know they said there was damage on the car, but I didn't even see it. Then afterwards, that shot from above. Oh my gosh. How do you, how do he finish the race is remarkable. He even got himself some points. Like he, he has been spectacular. I mean, he got taken out in Silverstone. He basically was taken out in Hungary. So they're things that weren't his fault. And every other time, he's looking really, really good out there. Monaco just put his head down, did his thing, got a nice race win there. Baku would have got a nice race win there comfortably. Like, we're talking half a half a minute, 30-second race win. If his tyre doesn't just explode. Oh, but, but he should manage his tyres better. Shut up, you idiots. Okay? He's had a remarkable season. And I think, honestly, I still think Max is the favourite to win the championship this year. Yes, Lewis is winning. We're not even halfway through. Halfway through the Spa race will be the halfway point of the season. But you, you've got to see what it takes for Lewis to get more points to win. They've got to, it's got to be Max gets taken out by Bottas. Max gets taken out by Hamilton. Max's tyres explode. Those three things need to happen in order for Lewis Hamilton to have a lead in the Drivers' World Championship right now. That's why I've got to have Max number one on. Cody's top five. Cody's top five drivers of the year so far. What do you guys think? Let me know. Hit up the socials at Parker in my Ferme, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. Slide into the DMs. Like your Max sliding off the track into a wall. 51. Jeez. Ouchies. But I'll, I'll catch you. My arms will be wide open. You're sliding into my DMs. You won't hurt yourself. Now, we'll have a love connection. Don't be weird about it, though. Don't be weird. A couple of you are getting weird in the DMs. Just be cool. Be cool. Be cool. You're talking to a celebrity now. Just be cool. But that was... Cody's Top Cody's 5. Top 5 Drivers of the Year so far. Now, now. <laughs> Guys, what are we on? Guys, what are we on? We're on the road. That is right. There is not long to go. Get excited. Spa is just around the corner. I'm excited. You guys excited? We'll sing along. On the road to Spa. Yep. Yeah. Oh, oh, that is right. Spa is not far away, so get very, very excited indeed. But that is going to be it. That's going to be it for the show today. So, make sure... Check out the merch, parkingmyfermate.com slash merch, or go to the website and just click on the merch button in the top of the corner, link in the description as well. Make sure you subscribe and follow Tell a Friend to Tell a Friend. Let's get those numbers up, baby. They're rookie numbers. But I'll be back in a couple of days' time over just before the weekend. We'll talk again. We'll break down all the news that's happening. We haven't had news really for a couple of weeks. Well, there's a couple of little things happening, but not, not enough. Not enough for me to break up my lists. My grades. School was in session. I gave the people what they want. What more could you ask for? But guys, as always, thanks for listening. Thanks for listening.
Sports Social Podcast Network. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of the Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play the Godfather, now at chumpacasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply.